I am so excited for you to listen to today's episode because it is with Miss Alicia Wood, my head coach. So here's the thing. We are going to have a conversation that we have never had before. We're going to talk about and go into detail, and I mean get granular, (laughs) on how she's created what she's created in such a short amount of time. And there are pieces that I know that was happening on my end. There are pieces that she knows that was happening on her end. And we're going to bring it all together. Hello and welcome. My name is Hina. I'm a peak performance coach. I help my clients have a really rich life. And when I say that, I mean in all areas of their life. And we do it through ease, joy, and fun. No hustle, grind, or struggle here. Right, Alicia? Right. right. We, we, that is <laughs> not what we signed up for. So we're going to go back. Alicia is right now my head coach, big, big, big part of my team. But it wasn't always like that. She was first a client. So tell us a little bit, Alicia, of where you were at not that long ago. Not that long ago. Of when you were a client. Ooh, where was I at? (laughs) So it was not good. (laughs) It was not good. It was not good. I remember when I was like, okay, I'm finally doing this. I'm going to jump into your community. I'm going to be a client. I was, it was the very beginning of the pandemic I was running an all-in-person fitness business. I had a retreat that was coming up. I had been given $18,000 worth of deposits for the retreat, which I had already spent. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, I'm either going to invest in myself and swim, or I could feel that I was going to sink and move backwards and just keep and completely lose my business. Uh, and so I had to make a choice in that moment. Am I going to sink or am I going to swim? And I am so grateful <laughs> that I chose swim and uh, and made it work. You did make it work and you did the work. And you and I had met, met months before that moment when you had decided to join. So describe Alicia, that version of you, when you decided to join. Tell me about her. Uh, She was really depressed, Mm. Um, really depressed. I was at the end. I had been in business for, I think, three years at that point. I had invested so much money into my business, um, and I was struggling, like really struggling. And I had worked with a coach before which was really helpful that that work I'm so grateful for that work cuz it helped me start to build the foundation for what we were going to do together and I knew that you were my next level like I yeah I was at the point where it was like I was about to break wow and I know that I'd at that point I had my business and I had left previously 3 years prior I had left uh the television world. I was working in television production, had a fairly steady income. And I had such a big fear that I was going to have to go back. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, what if I have to go back? Like there was that, that pulling at me when all I wanted to do is succeed in this business. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's so interesting for me to hear that because when people do join, I don't always know this piece of the backstory. Like I know that there are things that made it now. Like I know that you you had a moment and yours was a sink or swim moment, but I don't always know the backstory. So this is the first time I'm hearing this. I didn't know you were in that low of a place. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, the depression had hit. Like it was, I was really, um, re- really coming down on myself. I was yeah. really upset with where I had uh, like allowed myself to get because I was trying to force. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so you started in our group coaching program. What was that like? What started to happen for you? So the group coaching, what happened for me was I started to really get like the foundation mm-hmm. built. I started to really enjoy my life. Like, I think that that was the biggest thing. I went from being wildly depressed and really focused on money's going away, money's going away to for a while, still the money didn't change. Mm -hmm. It was still the same amount of money that was coming in. I was still financially in the same space, but I was having the time of my life. Okay. There are people (laughs) that are like, I don't understand. How can you be feeling so good when your finances aren't what you want them to be after you have invested thousands of dollars? It's, it's the work. This is what you do is you help, you help, you helped me understand that I'm actually fine. I had a roof over my head. I had food on the table. I had a loving husband. Mm -hmm. I had an incredible dog. I had so much and I was focusing on lack rather than focusing on what I actually was having Mm -hmm. in that time. So how did focusing on what you were having start to shift things for you? When I shifted to knowing, okay, I have all of this, Mm -hmm. it allowed me to get rid of the idea that I needed more. Yeah. Because I didn't need more. I wanted more. But I was, I was actually financially stable. And I thought that I wasn't. This is wild. (laughs) Like, do you hear yourself? Nothing changes much on the outside. You just see the things that have always been there. Yeah. And that's what this work and the program shifted you to. You became aware, because we say that our results come from our awareness, so you became aware of what you have. So now that is your foundation. So fast forward, and you surprise me by reaching out and inquiring about being a private client. <laughs> like, like, you have to understand, never once, not in a comment in the chats or, you know, in a text or anything, 
Did Alicia ever say to me, oh, you know, I'm interested in one-on-one. What would that look like for you? So it was not even on my radar. So much so that when I get the text, you know, sometimes when you get a text, the name doesn't come up with it because they're not in your contacts. So you weren't in my contacts with your name. So it was a number. Okay, this is wild. So I get a text from somebody saying, I'm interested in one-on-one coaching with you. What would that look to do private? I respond, okay, this is this is what's kind of crazy. Yeah. I respond actually thinking it's Alicia. Mm-hmm. So I respond to somebody saying, wow, I actually think it would be really, really great for you. So I'm responding to the wrong person. And then that person says, oh, it's not Alicia, it's, and they say their name. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Okay. Then the next day, Alicia reaches out to say she's been thinking about doing one-on-one. <laughs> like, <laughs> so wild. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when you told me about that, it was like, oh yeah, well that makes sense. Same. <laughs> we were at, uh, completely in alignment without, without either of us being aware that we were. I had no clue. <laughs> yeah. No clue. So tell me about that. So at the time you were working one-on-one with a good friend of mine and I would go on walks with her and I'd be like, so tell me about it. <laughs> so what's the one-on-one? Like, what's the experience like? And I was getting into her head trying to think like, what does one of Hina's clients think? Interesting. Like, how do you think? How do you feel about working mm-hmm. with her? I wanted to know what it, what the experience was so that I could start thinking and feeling like a private client. Because I knew I wanted to. I was quite quiet in the group. The- Yes, you were very quiet in the group. Which was to my detriment. Yeah. I I think if I had if I had allowed myself to show up fully in the group, I would have skyrocketed my results so much faster. I hid. Yeah. And I needed to come out of hiding. And I knew I needed to come out of hiding. But my way of coming out of hiding was still to just talk to you one-on-one. Like that was the way I it for me how it how it had to unfold at that time. If I went back now with a different level of awareness, I know where it was, but I wouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. It unfolded exactly the way it needed to. And so you made the decision. You'd been thinking about it. You're kind of like trying to get intel from yeah my one-on-one client who is a good friend of yours to see what it's like. And then you made the, the, the decision yeah. to do this and invest in yourself. And what for you shifted in making that decision and transferring the money? My self-image shifted massively in that, in that transition. First of all, how do you even transfer that much money? Like yeah. there's some, there's yes. people, there's a certain level of awareness that comes with that kind of investment of understanding how you even transfer that much money. Yes. So, and transfer that much money that's not for like a down payment for a house. Yeah. Or something like that too. Where at least there's like, it, even in a down payment of a house situation, there's like a mortgage broker, somebody's telling you, exa- they, they're giving it to you play yes. by play exactly how you do it. Yeah. This, I was like, how do I even, how do I even get that much money over? Plus I was borrowing the money. So it wasn't necessarily my money. Um, and so that leap 
was it was betting on myself. Yeah. And so I bet that I was going to win. Like I was going to win from this investment. And if I hadn't, if I had said no, or if I had shied away, if I had backed off, if I had decided I, if I had decided no, I would have been betting against myself. Mm-hmm. I can't make that much money. Mm-hmm. It's not possible for me. And so I bet on me. And then it was like, okay, we're, this is happening. This is, oh, yes. we're going, <laughs> this is happening. Yes. Yes. And it did happen. And when I work with a client, any client, whether it's a group coaching client, a private client, my agenda is their agenda. It is not about what I want. So now I'm watching you expand and grow and the way that you're thinking. And you were such a great client. Like you would do the things, even they were uncomfortable for you to do, but you made a commitment to do them and you did. And I'm watching you really blossom and grow. And I'm thinking as my business is growing and we're expanding our team, like if I could have somebody on my team, I would love somebody like Alicia. But I did not think because that you wanted to be on a team yeah. at that time. And so here's what I would see. I'd be doing calls with Alicia and behind her, there might be flip chart and she's drawn what we call the stick figure. And it's something that we refer to a lot. And it was so interesting because I remember that moment. And I remember in that moment, I saw you as somebody doing what I do with me. Like I could see it there because, and it literally was there, but I didn't say anything to you because it wasn't for me to say, I had to go with where you needed to go. Well, and this is where like the alignment piece really comes in is right before that call. Cause it was, it was a one-on-one coaching call. I'm wearing the pin of of the the stick figure. Um, it's, we're on a one-on-one coaching call. I'm about to go on and I go to, to flip the flip chart so that there's no stick figure on it. <gasps> and then I went, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it was a co- like there was something intuitively that told me to leave the stick figure behind me. I can't. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. It was some, I don't know, like, of course it was intuition, but leave the stick figure. And I wouldn't find out until... This is where, this is where intuition comes in. I mean, we teach this, but I wouldn't find out till months later why. And even, I may never have known if you had never told me that that was part of the story, I may never know, but that was a big part of it was me listening to that voice and leaving the stick figure. Okay. So here's what I want to know. I want to know when did you decide that you wanted to be on the team? Okay. So... (laughs) Like, come on, right? Like, let's get to it. Like, so prior to us working one-on-one, you had brought on some success advisors onto your team. And at first I was like, why wasn't I asked? I was like, I don't understand why I wasn't asked. And then I let that go. And I was like, well, it's a conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. So I just decided it's a conflict of interest. That's why. And let it go. And then I kept going down my path because at that time I was coaching people in the wellness space. Yes. 
but I really wanted to be coaching people in this space. Um, but I was having a really hard time admitting to myself that this is what I wanted because in my mind, it was a massive departure from what I was doing. And now I see it was just like this little shift. <laughs> right. right. It was like tuning the radio, like just <laughs> hop into a different channel. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you, just like you teach us. And so, yeah, I thought it was a massive shift. So it was in the back of my mind. I, I was like, should I be a consultant? Like there was all these things that came up. Do I want to be a consultant? Do I want to I wanted to help people the way that you were helping people. I wanted to help and transform lives the way that you were transforming lives. But I didn't know how that would look, but the idea was there. I wasn't necessarily like, I'm going to work on this team. It wasn't like a set in stone thing, but it was almost like a knowing of like, at some point, if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. How did it happen? I was at home one night and you sent me a voice message. Oh, no. So this is how it happened. I had applied for working on another team. Yes. So, and, and we talked about that in a session. Yes. 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 So I told you that. So I had applied for a speaking gig at another team where it would be similar to what I was doing, um, but it would be for another company. I wouldn't be the face of the company. It wouldn't necessarily be my company. Well, it wouldn't be my company. It was somebody else's company. And you saw that I was open mm -hmm. to working with somebody else. This I found out after, obviously. But um, then you sent me a voice message and said, hey, Alicia, I just was thinking about you. And I thought maybe we could, I was thinking about us working together. I know that we're, I like basically have it verbatim. I know that we're working together, but like, I mean, working together, like you on my team. Would you be interested in talking about that? <laughs> wow. So I'll tell you, I'm now kind of remembering that moment. And that again, intuition. Mm. That was a thought that came up because like I said, I saw the stick figure, you know, the flip chart behind Alicia, things would start to happen. And that was a thought that came and I acted on it and left that voice note. And so what happened for you when you received that voice note? I remember getting it and going, did this just happen? And then like, I feel like chills all over my body. Like I just knew. And then I remember running downstairs to see Jordan and being like, Hina's asking me about potentially being on her team. <laughs> and he was like, that's incredible. I'm like, yeah. I think for me also, it really validated how, so you were seeing how, I guess, the transformation that I yes. could make in people's lives. Yes. And so for me, it really validated that you were seeing me as that person that was able to help people in that way. And for you to see it, like, that's just like, I am really good at this. And that was just like that validating moment. And I was really excited because I didn't need to do it on my own. I was going to, it, it was my goal. It was just my goal showing up in a different form. Mm -hmm. It wasn't necessarily my business, which I, I wasn't very attached to. Like I was very like, which is great because I was able to just release it and go, okay, cool. Well, this is the path that I'm going to go down now. And it felt really um, easy and light. 
And that's always an indicator of if something is right for you. It should feel easy and light. It doesn't mean that there won't be nervousness. And it doesn't mean you won't have butterflies in your stomach and kind of wonder, but it's expansive. It doesn't feel constricting when you're thinking about doing something. So I love this journey because we can see how you've created your life to where it is now. Yeah. So many other things happened. You moved out of the city and brought, bought your dream home. I mean, that's a whole other episode in itself. <laughs> you became part of the team. Like you said yes, and it aligned very, very quickly. You've been in the role for a year now, and your role in the company just keeps expanding, expanding, and expanding. People now want to work one-on-one with Alicia yeah. um, as part of their own journey. And you just went to Europe. You flew first class. You and your husband, you had this incredible trip away and you created this. But you didn't create it in a way that was hard Mm -hmm. because you tapped into intuition. Yeah. I couldn't create it in a way that was hard. I tried that. It yes. didn't work. You're right. <laughs> You're right. It, it, it couldn't happen for me. And so when I released and started just enjoying life the way it was, it allowed the intuition to come through. So I want to bring up some points for those that are listening or watching for you to just see the patterns of what happened that created this shift because her, Alicia's life is completely different. Like in a very short amount of time, when you think about it, the number one thing was betting on herself and in a way kind of burning the boats, like I'm going to sink or swim. So I'm going to go all in. Yeah. Realizing all that she has and then having it. So Dr. Benjamin Hardy talks about this in a book with Dan Sullivan called The Gap in Gain. So she started to focus on the gain. That put her in a feeling of abundance. So like attracts like. So now you have, you're feeling how much you have, you're feeling abundant, more is coming to you. So now you're having ideas from that place. So much so that the idea to do private coaching comes up when she does not have the funds to do it just sitting there. Nobody ever has the funds, by the way, for coaching or therapy. (laughs) What I've realized, no one has a coaching or therapy budget necessarily. And then from that, you create this role. Yeah. You know, and this is all vibration. This is So there was the stuff that I was doing and thinking, there was the stuff that you were, and then there was the magic in between that was happening. But there was never any force. Even in me thinking about you for the role, I wasn't attached. Yeah. I said, I would love to have someone like Alicia. Alicia would be fantastic. But it has to be what she wants. So how can I be attached? Because if she does not want it, she should not have it. Like she shouldn't have it. So I can't be attached. And I remember um, somebody that was leaving the team and they said, well, I kind of thought you would be more sad with me leaving. And And I said, how can I be sad about you doing something that you feel called to do, that you feel is better for you? Mm. Like, That's powerful. Yeah. And so from that, Alicia created this. 
But she didn't even know that this was on the horizon. I didn't know that this was on the horizon. No, there were things when when I first started on the team, I was leaping into things quite quickly, which felt incredible. And you were really opening up to allowing things to shift within the team. Like I was jumping into helping out with coaching corporate clients. Yes, you were. Like week two. Yeah, no, she did not. There was no, there was, <laughs> this was the onboarding. You'll be do. you'll be working with me side by side doing, um, working with our corporate client. There you go. There's onboarding for you. It was perfect. That was it. Yeah. Oh, also part of onboarding, we're going to the Ritz and you're going to have a photo shoot. Yeah. That was the good part of onboarding. Onboarding's incredible. Onboarding's <laughs> incredible. So Alicia, as we, God, this journey is so phenomenal and this is only in a few years. So Lord knows when we sit down in a few months, even what yeah. we will be saying, but what would you say has been your biggest um, let me ask it this way. What have you become awake to in yourself, in our work together and being on this team and with the life that you've created? That anything is possible. That I can have anything I want. And if I just let go of the expectations of exactly the way it needs to look, because this isn't exactly the way that I thought it was going to look, it's better than what I thought it would look like, then we can't imagine, we can't even hold the image of what it is that is possible because so much more is possible than we can even think of, which is like... How magical, like how magical. I know that when we sit down in a couple months, a lot will have shifted and it's just getting faster. Like the shifts are just getting faster and faster and faster for me, which is, uh, I'm so grateful for. So we may have some people that want to work with you. Yes. Where do they find you, Alicia? Uh, well, they can find me on your website. So mm -hmm. hinnacon.ca. Uh, or you can find me on Instagram, alicia.rose.wood, uh, or you can email me at alicia at hinnacon.ca. Alicia also has a great podcast, so it's a beautiful opportunity for you to get to know her as well. Where can they find you? The Fuel Your Fire podcast with Alicia Wood. Mm, it's so fun. <laughs> thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Oh, this has been this incredible. Has been the best. I'm so grateful. Yes. And thank you for listening. And as always, do all the things, rate, review, download, subscribe, and we'll see you at the next one.